Hello and welcome to This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire Life. I'm Scott Interante and today I am joined by singer-songwriter John Allison Weiss. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to talk about music. You know, this is so fun because, so we've been doing the show a little over a year now and like I... I hope you know i like to think that we've been doing good episodes and that people who listen really like it but honestly for me it's just been fun to like talk to like artists that i really love and like <laughs> you know like you're yeah. you're you know genuinely one of my all-time favorite singer-songwriters and so i'm just like oh, yeah. excited that i even if no everyone who listens maybe they'll hate this episode but i'm going to have a fun time so <laughs> I hope they don't hate it. What if they hate it? I hope they don't hate it, too. I'd like to think that people who listen to your podcast would be excited to hear you interview somebody who you refer to as one of your favorite songwriters, so... Yeah, I think it'll be good. And what a compliment! Thank you, thank you. Oh, it's it's so true because I mean, my girlfriend and I met you a couple weeks ago at your show in New York. Yeah, she's like day one, two thousand eight, like has been following you from the very very beginning. Oh I God. jumped in twenty fourteen with "Say What You Mean," and that album just like knocked me out. And it's still like I think I would put that as like top ten albums of all time. Not to jump ahead too much, but our show we we asked the guests like, "What is?" a song that makes you scream this is the greatest song i've ever heard in my entire life and i like to emphasize that like uh, many songs can cause you to scream that i have a list of many songs but one of them absolutely is wait for me uh by you with on that album say what you mean oh my gosh it wasn't meant to be but i'll wait if you'll wait for me no thank you that like it's so meaningful thank you so tell us a little bit about this new album it's the first in a few years from you uh what can we expect um yeah so it's a record called the long way and it literally is like a a long time coming since the last time i put out music i was like dropped from my label i went through a divorce i went through this whole transition and like through that all i've also like done a lot of like self-discovery and really come out on like the other side a bunch of hard stuff just feeling like more secure in who i am than ever and i think that comes across on a lot of these songs i'm really excited to finally get it out uh because the last time i put out music like i said was like pre-transition so this album is like my voice like literally an octave lower maybe lower than that um so it's definitely different so if you listen to me before i like to tell people that it's a lot like uh if you go listen to my old stuff it's like listening to bieber's early catalog (laughs) It's funny because it's like I've been doing this for 15 years, but this almost feels like my first record in a lot of ways. Yeah, It feels like I'm sharing something really new for the first time. Well, yeah. I mean, we talked briefly about Different Now on our 2022 sort of roundup episode at the end of the year. Oh, nice. And I was talking about, you know, it's it's one that you've sort of been playing. You know, there's like videos of you playing a, f- a few years ago. And so now, though, to get the studio version with like your new voice and the, the full sound, it's like really interesting to hear that, uh, the change. You cry, but I gotta get out it's been so fun to like get to do this and to hear people's reactions there's going to be bits and pieces where like if you've really been paying attention to what i've been doing like 
you've heard it on Instagram or like maybe on my Patreon or something like that. Cause I really do like to just like share what I'm up to, but it's just like been such a journey throughout that time that like from the beginning of when I started sharing these things to now, it's like, there's, there's been a lot of, I mean, things are literally different now. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe we can go, go back to the beginning. What made you start wanting to write songs? Uh, I started writing songs when I was like 15 or 16, literally because I was like a high schooler with feelings. And I was like really into all the emo of that time, like basically like 04 through 07, like anything that was like alt press, pop punk, emo. My favorite bands were like Dashboard Confessional. And um, mm-hmm. later on, I got into like a little bit more indie stuff like Rilo Kylie and whatnot. But yeah, I when I first started, it was seriously just like, I had like big unrequited crushes on my friends and I like needed to talk about it. And I really loved playing guitar. And I like had this sort of knack for singing melodies and writing little rhyming songs about it. And it, I just started playing them like at open mics in my hometown. And then like kind of one thing led to another and I just never stopped doing it. (laughs) And here I am still, you know, 20 years later doing the same thing. Do you feel like your taste has changed a lot over that time? You know, I, for sure. But like in the way that everybody's taste changes when you grow from being a teenager to like a more mature adult with like a nuanced ear. Although I guess like nowadays there are some teenagers who are into like some very like cool, obscure weirdo music. I have always been into a solid pop song. I mean, as evidenced by the song that I chose, I love a catchy melody. I love a story. And so like my taste has gone from like emo stuff to like, you know, boy bands from the early nineties when I was even younger to like, I, I, I tend to lean more like indie rock, like Americana style stuff. Now I still like love top 40 radio. And, um, one of my favorite guilty pleasure genres is bro country. Because I just I just love catchy hooks. <laughs> I love catchy hooks and good rhymes and like people yeah. who know how to like structure a lyrical sentence yeah. together. You know, it's so funny with the first half of that sentence. I was prepared to jump in and say, "Hey, we don't do guilty pleasures here." But then you finish it off with "bro country," and I said, "Yeah, I guess." We could be guilty about that. <laughs> oh no, I don't feel guilty, but I feel like I should feel guilty. Some of it is yeah. some of it is legitimately <laughs> politically questionable, um, but right, for the right, most right. part, it's like all it's all in good fun. But yeah, like you said, the craft is so strong. Yeah, it's, it's solid solid songwriting. Yeah, like as a songwriter, are you trying to embody the things that you love as a listener, or do you kind of feel like almost you're just like a vessel for things that are inside and like it's going to come out how it comes out? Uh, you know, I would say it's the latter for me. Like, I don't really, I don't want to say never. Cause there are some times where I will like write a song specifically. Cause I'm like, I love these cool sounds and like this cool vibe. But for the most part, songwriting for me is not about the final production. It's about like the lyrics and the melody and I'm a guitar player. So everything yeah. usually starts on guitar. So yeah, I'm definitely like a, like a lyrics melody first songwriter. And I think that also shows in my taste. Cause a lot of my favorite songs are the type of songs. I think it doesn't matter how they're produced if you played it on a guitar, it would still be like a solid song. You know, like those kind of songs where like yeah. everybody in every genre can jump on, cover it, and it sounds great. Like that's that's like what I love. Well, yeah, I always think about like 
your songwriting similar to like a, a Taylor Swift in the way where it's like what a compliment. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah, you know, but like you're never doing anything with chords that are like, oh wow, where did that come from or something, right? It's like always kind of like a straightforward thing, but there's something about it that is still like it's not like every song sounds the same. The melodies are so strong and the lyrics are so strong that like the sort of musical foundation. It's almost like you're just not trying to get in the way of the song itself. Yeah, totally. By having something like fancier going on. Yeah, maybe you know? maybe it's that. Uh, maybe it's just because I never really got into like that sort of like musical world, and I, I've never had any like formal training. So, yeah, I'm definitely like not the artist that's gonna like throw a wild chord at you or something. Usually, if you hear something like that happen in one of my songs, it's because whoever I'm working with is like, "What about this?" But like for me, <laughs> yeah, I'm like very much just drawn to like the classic stuff. Um, I don't try and be too experimental with chord progressions and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and it's also in that same way like we were just talking about, I feel like on New Love, you were doing a lot more, I guess you could call like experimentation with instrumentation. It was, that's like, you know, a lot bigger in terms of production and stuff. And just based on the, the few singles we've heard from this record so far, it feels a lot more like stripped down and just like focus on those songs. Ooh, cool. I like that you've heard that from it. I think I was going for more of a, a vibe and a sound with new love. Like I wanted to be more into like the, sort of like pop side of things and like get more into like synthesizers and and that sort of stuff, which I really love. But this record for sure, I mean, so much of it started on acoustic guitar and like your basic, I'd call it just, just your basic band, drums, bass, guitars, keyboards. Yeah. I think I just like got really, I got back into that in recent years. I feel like I was listening to a lot of like classic pop rock from the late nineties, which is like what I grew up listening to. Like when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 or something, I got really into the radio and listening to Top 40 radio just all the time. Because, you know, it was before we had Spotify or even an iPod. <laughs> yeah. It's so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss, like, because I live in the city, I don't have a car, I don't know how to drive. So I, like, never listen to the radio. Yeah. At the beginning of covid in 2020 i was like i'm gonna buy a radio because it's just cool and then i bought it like a shitty one and it broke so i should i've been, <laughs> a, been thinking about like getting one again just because it's like we have so few things in our lives these days that like aren't up to us you know and it's nice to just be able to like put something on and it's like you decide i don't know i don't <laughs> why do i have to pick no, what i listen to <laughs> totally yeah. and i feel like like independent radio stations are doing really cool stuff still like, all the big ones, yeah. you know, I feel like everybody's just owned by, like, Clear Channel, iHeartRadio, stuff like that. And yeah, it's like, yeah. who's even choosing these songs for me? But, like, you know, your, like, public radio, I feel like, is still a really fun, weird place to find cool music. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing I wanted to shout out, because we mentioned the album New Love. I love hearing who we are whenever I listen to um, Cameron Esposito's podcast, Query. Oh, yeah, that's so great. It's cool. That's the theme song for that. Honestly, it's been so cool, like, how many people have found me from that. And, like, I had a really fun interaction the other day. I just started doing these, like, sort of, like, private in-home gigs. One of the friends who didn't know who I was before I came to play in the house... 
I started playing that song and I saw them over there go, what, what? And they started freaking right. out and they're like, uh, this is the theme song. To- <laughs> I can't believe it. I couldn't, I can't believe I didn't know this. Um, and so just like stuff like that's really cool. Cause I feel like yeah. Cameron's got such a wide reach. Um, and you know, it's cool to be like associated with such a good podcast. That's just like showcasing so many cool queer stories. Yeah. Cool. This record is exciting for me too because it's coming out on vinyl, which is something I haven't been able to do in a while. And that's oh, nice. thanks to Get Better, which is this really amazing, like queer artist-run label, sort of based out of Philly and LA, and with just like a really wonderful, diverse roster of queer and trans artists. And um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked because it's coming out on camouflage vinyl, and like there's this whole camo theme with my new record because I'm like getting back to who I was as a kid when I was just like nice. a scrappy little country creature or whatever for people who like physical things. I feel like it's fun. Cool. All right. So John Allison Weiss, what is the song that makes you scream? This is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. I mean, I have to also say there's so many songs that could have me scream this, but I chose specifically Tom Petty. I won't back down. Well, I'm- But just like a solid classic, and yeah. I feel like a song that always comes up for me whenever I'm making a new record, because I just love the the way it drives, and I love how simple it is, and I love how powerful it is. So yeah, that's what I chose. This is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Nice. Do you have any sort of memory of hearing it for the first time? Uh, you know, I remember my dad having the Tom Petty and Heartbreakers Greatest Hits CD when I was a kid. And we definitely listened to it yeah. in the car. I definitely like grew up listening to different Tom Petty songs. You know, like I remember being a tiny baby and like doing karaoke to Free Fallen and stuff like that. Nice. I've I haven't had my Tom Petty phase yet. I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, maybe I'll make you a mix of Tom Petty's greatest hits. Honestly, if you just look up Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers greatest hits, yeah, that's where you should start because like that's what his his thing is. I feel like it's just like writing these like classic timeless kind of songs that uh you kind of can't deny yeah but you know similar to like what i was talking about with your songwriting before of the sort of simplicity of the arrangement simplicity of the musical structure but then just this like undeniably catchy melody and lyric too it's like it's such like a simple concept but he just like executes it perfectly yeah totally i agree yeah, and, and that song, too, in particular, is just, like, I think, like, as a queer person and a trans person, you know, I know he's just, like, an old white dude. Um, I think maybe he was, like, one of the one of the better ones from that t- those time periods. Right, right, right. For me, like, when I sing it and when I hear it, it, like, feels like a solidarity song. It's, like, a song that, like, makes me feel, like, some kind of hope for the future because I've had to deal with my own shit with my family or shit with the government and uh you know rights being taken away and whatnot and something about this like dad rock song just like makes me want to put my fist in the air and be like i won't back down i won't (laughs) yeah but it has that attitude without the sort of like and i love this one too but we're not going to take it the twisted sister song oh yeah yeah kind of more cartoony and like over the top and it's bravado whereas this is like it has that same spirit, but it's like kind of cooler because it's more low Yeah, which is like, I feel like the Tom Petty thing and something that I also like strive for. This just like vibe, this just, you're just like settled and like confident. And it's like, no, yeah, like I won't back down. 
And just the production on the song, I'm obsessed with. Just that chunking guitar, just like steady. It's steady. There's a country song I remember that has a line in it comparing love. They want to love steady like a Tom Petty track. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. Nice. Well, you know, you said you were considering some other songs. I'm just curious, you know, what else was on the list? Yeah, I actually had a couple others that I had in mind. One was, there's a Tegan and Sarah song called Call It Off. That to me is just like a perfect specimen of a song. It's just like everything you need is right there in yeah. that little that little package. Um, and also the Bob Dylan song, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. Yeah. Which is like just the simplest guitar vocal melody song but like those lyrics are they're perfect i uh wish i could like articulate better how i feel about these songs yeah all three of the songs tom petty the bob dylan song and the tegan and sarah song to me like the things they have in common are like what i've mentioned before just like this just like the simplicity of it you know the perfect lyrics without saying too much or too little you know it's like the kind of song where you you can't imagine it ever didn't exist yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. John Allison Weiss, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Thank you. Really excited to get to spend some time and uh, very excited to check out the album when it comes out. And uh, if other people want to find you online and keep up with what you're doing, where should they go? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at John Allison Weiss. Uh, and you can find me at my website, which is lowerkeymusic.com. I like to say Google me because I'm in the top results. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's probably not a lot of other yeah. John Allisons, right? Right. Well, I think there's a couple John Allisons where they got Allison as the last name, but I'm the only Allison oh, middle right. name. So. John Allison Weiss. I like to think that I will someday surpass those random politicians in popularity <laughs> and be the number one John Allison on all of Google. Yeah, no, that's that's the goal. If we do nothing else today, let's make that happen. Okay, good, we will. All right, well, thank you so much. And everyone check out the album, The Long Way, when it comes out on February 17th. That's right, on Get Better Records. Get Better Records, and uh, hopefully we could talk more soon. Hell yeah, I would love that. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire Life. If you liked what you heard, and I hope that you did, please consider subscribing, leaving us a rating, a review, telling a friend, a lover, or even an enemy. A special shout out to Catherine and Izzy who helped me co-produce this show, to Skylar Spence whose song Kratos and Love is our theme music, and to you, the listener. We look forward to talking to you next time.